Let's start the show by talking about my sponsor, Paloma Verde, and their new website, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out for all of your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, tinctures, the salves. So if you're needing anything to maybe chill you out, something to help you get mellowed out, something for your joint pain and stiffness, go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and give them a check out. Carlos and Vanessa are awesome people. They run a great company. And if you enter the promo code FACTS at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. Plus, any order over $75, you get free shipping. So, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. Check this podcast, and today I'm going to take a look at shipping immigrants all over the country, in particular Texas and Florida, shipping their immigrants to New York, um, Chicago, Washington D.C., so on and so forth. And we're especially going to look at what DeSantis did with sending 50 or so. Venezuelan immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. And number one, there's all of this big to-do being made, and especially being championed by AOC, Gavin Newsom, and all of the other left-wing bozos that DeSantis should be brought up on charges of human trafficking or kidnapping or whatever the fuck else. Number one, DeSantis didn't do anything himself personally, so if they're going to do that, it would be DHS that would be held accountable for that. DHS is never held accountable for anything, so you can go ahead and write that off. Um, And then number two, it's very little difference than when they're rounding up illegal immigrants and shipping them off to the cages that the Obama administration built and stuff like that. So what what we really want to look at is this whole idea of $12 million was spent to to send all of these immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. And what a travesty it was that that DeSantis would waste Florida taxpayer dollars to do that. Well, number one, it wasn't DeSantis that did it per se, it was the state legislature of Florida. So for the libertarian candidate running for governor of Florida, saying that this is a bad thing, I hold my previous statement that if you actually want to initiate change in the state of Florida, run for a state legislature position, not for governor. The legislature passed 12 million in the budget to do this type of thing for dealing with illegal immigrants. They did not spend $12 million on two flights to send 50 people to Martha's Vineyard. 12 million is what's in the budget for it. That's number one. Number two, the way that this was funded was. As everyone remembers, um, 
post COVID or not post COVID, like during 2021, uh, the Biden administration handed out these massive stimulus packages to to the states. It was $350 billion in federal relief funding under Biden's uh, stimulus package. It was just a giant pot that was more or less a free-for-all for the states to say, hey, we have experienced hardship because of the COVID bullshit. Send us money. So the state of Florida got somewhere in the neighborhood of $8.8 billion out of that stimulus package the and then like the different states utilize this money in different ways not everybody needed it uh for instance the state of indiana handed out some uh like a discretionary tax refund everybody got i can't remember what the number was but anyway everybody got some some money back some extra money back on top of your normal tax refund which i mean yeah cool um like the different states handled it in different ways. Well, what the state of Florida did was they just put it all aside and like, you know, rainy day fund type of thing. We'll use this for whatever we need to use it for at some point in the future. Well, what they ended up using the interest that was being accumulated on that $8.8 billion for was the $12 million to fund this sort of thing. So some dipshit was making the argument, well, well, that that stimulus money, who's who's paying for that? Because I I made the argument that like they're using the stimulus money to to fund this. It's not coming directly out of Florida taxpayers' pockets. It's not. Uh, and so, well, if it's from the stimulus, who then who's paying for that? Like, so I'm still right. Like, well, but you're not because they didn't use the stimulus itself. They used the interest that was accrued on the stimulus being set aside. So it's not actually costing the Florida taxpayers a single dime. But again, that's neither here nor there. Then nobody who's on the side of this wants to hear that. The really crazy thing about this whole situation is, and, and this has been like the thing that just infuriates me to no end, is they claimed that when when these immigrants landed on Martha's Vineyard, that they scrambled to to take care of them and to to provide them everything they needed. Yeah, they they did that the night they arrived, and then the next morning, they loaded them all up and shipped them the fuck off of the vineyard uh, because you can't have a bunch of dirty immigrants uh, overrunning your your little gated community, right? So, yeah, get them motherfuckers out, and they did. They did it quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, there's the whole thing about that they're that they were being lied to with the promise of jobs and stuff like that, like. I haven't seen anything corroborating that, and if there is anything to that, it wasn't from uh, from DeSantis directly, or possibly even from the DeSantis administration. Like I said earlier, like that, all of that was being handled by DHS agents and and ICE. Um, so imagine that federal agents behaving badly. None of them will be held accountable because they never are. It's you know. This is how this whole thing kind of works. There were also uh, some busloads of immigrants who were sent to Kamala Harris's house. Now, that's pretty fucking funny. I have a a great deal of appreciation for for something like that. They've been sending a lot of them to Washington, D.C. 
Oh, I did want to I did want to talk about this. They were interviewing some of these migrant or uh, migrants, these immigrants, as they were like getting off the planes and stuff, and and then subsequently being loaded back up to be shipped out from Martha's Vineyard. And a lot of them that they were interviewing were like very thankful that the DeSantis had shipped them out of Florida because they didn't like they didn't have anything to do there. And something else that's that's kind of interesting and and that gets left out when looking at all of this stuff and talking about all of it is that. A lot of these, like the left makes a big deal of the human trafficking thing and saying that like DeSantis is engaging in human trafficking by putting these people on a plane to send them to like that. That might be the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. But a lot of them, they actually arrived here because of human trafficking. Uh, The coyotes and and other ways that they're ending up here in the States. These aren't people who are just like just fleeing from communism oh, that, that and that's my favorite line i'll get to that in a minute but uh jean pierre said that these people are fleeing communism like wait i thought i thought um like communism and democratic socialism and all that stuff like, i thought this was good I, especially like the ones coming from venezuela they're fleeing from democratic socialism so i thought that was a good thing but we should be like oh welcoming them with open arms because they're fleeing from it i don't know seems like maybe your system is kind of fucking flawed uh so like when we're looking at all of this they're 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 packing them up and they sent them all up there and, and a lot of them were very thankful they're like you know we weren't we didn't have anything to do while we were there we we didn't like they didn't know where they were going they didn't have a plan when they arrived in florida like they <laughs> This actually puts them somewhere where they're supposedly wanted, and that I mean, obviously, that proved to be false pretty quickly. They're not—they don't actually want them. They just say say that they do because that's the. Uh, it's like any other leftist, like tilt on stuff. They say the right thing because the virtue signal is more important than the actual follow through, and and that's what you're seeing in a lot of these, in a lot of these sanctuary cities and stuff like that. That. Uh, as Texas and, and other states are shipping these illegal immigrants off to these sanctuary cities. Um, uh, so, like I was saying, like they get some out of the hands of the coyotes, like the people who are being human trafficked here. Uh, once they're once they get loaded up on that bus and they get taken to, to D.C. or Chicago or wherever, like they're to a large extent, they are now kind of being freed from some of some of that uh trafficking scenario that was going on so like it's not all bad anyway and also like wouldn't you wouldn't you rather go to a place that claims to want you as opposed to being in the place that clearly does not uh like the the point that was being made and and being thrown around by different ones throughout all this process is that these uh border states did not vote for sanctuary states. They did not vote to have sanctuary cities. They did not agree to taking on hundreds of thousands of immigrants every year. So it makes sense that you should load them up on buses and send them to the places that did. The places that said, yeah, we want them. Give us all your immigrants. Uh, Finding out real quick just how much they do want the immigrants. 
Transfers of migrants have Democratic leaders scrambling for solutions. An accelerated campaign by Republican governors to send migrants to Democratic strongholds, initially seen by many Democratic officials as a political stunt, now has those same officials scrambling as migrants unexpectedly arrive in a widening number of locales. Uh, and then it talks about the Martha's Vineyard thing. The move follows similar efforts by Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, who in recent months have each sent thousands of asylum seekers, uh, asylum seeking migrants who crossed the southern border illegally into their states on buses to Washington, D.C., New York, and most recently Chicago. The Republican governors say they're attempting to highlight the strain migrants are placing on state resources and give Democratic officials who pro-immigrant whose pro-immigrant rhetoric and policies say they are attracting more migrants to enter their country illegally, a taste of their pain. We are not a sanctuary state, Mr. DeSantis said Thursday in an event at Niceville, Florida. It's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. Separately, on a Thursday morning, uh, two buses carrying migrants from Texas arrived at the U.S. Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., President, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence, and Mr. Abbott confirmed in a statement. The Biden-Harris administration continues ignoring and denying the historic crisis at our southern border, which has endangered and overwhelmed Texas communities for almost two years. White House spokeswoman Karine Jean-Pierre said Thursday that the flight of migrants to Martha's Vineyard was a political stunt by Republican governors and a cruel, inhumane way to treat people who are fleeing communism. Cruel and inhumane is placing incentives on these people to migrate long distances under duress, uh, often to be literally human trafficked by coyotes and other such, to come here where Kamala Harris herself stood on stage and said, don't come, don't come, we don't have anything for you, don't come. And yet the administration and the leftist politicians and especially the talking heads on all of the mainstream outlets continue to push the narrative that we want more, we want more immigrants, bring them on. And quit incentivizing these people to come to the border and they'll stop fucking coming. But instead you get what you get. Uh, Muriel Bowser, the Democratic mayor of Washington, D.C., declared a state of emergency over the situation last week. And on Wednesday, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, also a Democrat, called on the National Guard for help. State of emergency. State of emergency. Got too many. Don't know what to do with them. We wanted them. Instead, bring them. Let's do this. We have a place for you. Except that we don't. New York City officials said this week that the uh, city's emergency shelter system is nearing its breaking point after the arrival of uh, 11,000 asylum seekers since May, about 8,000 of whom are currently living in New York's shelter system. Most of the asylum seekers said that they were sent by bus from border states, according to a city spokesman. Since the start of the busing efforts earlier in the year, Arizona has sent about 100, or 1,800 migrants on 50 buses to Washington at the cost of about $4 million, the governor's office said. Texas has spent about $13 million to drive roughly 8,000 migrants to Washington and New York. At a Thursday 
news briefing, Democratic New York Mayor City uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said that the city would continue to welcome the migrants and announced the opening of a new center near the Port Authority bus terminal in Midtown Manhattan, where between four and six buses of migrants arrive each day. He said the migrants would receive health care and other services. That's how you fucking bankrupt your city, as if it's not close enough anyway. Like that's that's how you do it. Oh yes, new people. You get free health care. You get all these other services. You don't have a job. Well, that's okay. We'll take care of you. It'll be all fine. That's why, uh, what's his face? Former governor, uh, woman molester. Oh, hell. Cuomo. That's why he was, and, uh, de Blasio as well, I believe. That's why they were begging, begging the wealthy people who were fleeing New York to stay. Because if those people don't stay, they can't pay for any of this shit. And even if they stayed, they probably couldn't pay for any of this shit anyway. Like, that's too much. There's a... Math is not that hard, and the math on this shit does not add up. Uh, Let's see. So, according to Eric Adams, we provide those services that are needed. It doesn't matter if you came here on the Mayflower or on a bus at the Port Authority, we are going to have open doors. That shit crazy. Uh, this is literally how you bank. And that's another thing that really kind of, uh, really kind of strikes me in the wrong way, is how they make this comparison of the immigrants who are coming here now to people who came on the Mayflower or who came through Ellis Island, or other such things. like The people who came on the Mayflower, and the settlers, and everything like that, like they weren't coming here with the promise of health care, and education, and all that stuff. Like They were coming here with the promise of, you're probably going to fucking die. And the only way that you're not going to do that, is you have got to be willing to hit the ground running, bust your ass, and absolutely work yourself to the bone to make sure that you are successful and that you live. Uh, th- these, are, these aren't even apples to oranges comparisons. It's fucking insane. And it's the same with the Ellis Island comparisons. Like, the people who migrated to the United States through Ellis Island, that was not some, like, easy, smooth transition. And that was not a very welcoming or hospitable type of place. Like, immigration was pretty strict at that time. It, you know, I, I think I can't remember if I've done it on this show or not, but I, like I've talked about the way immigration to Sweden uh, used to be. And to large extents, as long as you're not a uh, Middle Eastern uh, refugee fleeing from like Syria or one of these countries that the U.S. has been carpet bombing into fucking sandbox for two decades. Um, if you're just trying to immigrate to Sweden, like, the process is pretty, pretty intense and pretty involved. And you've got to be able to prove uh, like a, a form of income. You've got to have somewhere that you're going to be going. Like you don't just get to show up and be like, uh, hey, I don't have anywhere to stay. Can you like put me up in a shelter or something? So I kind of start getting shit figured out or, you know, you, there's some jobs available. Like what's going on? I like, know you you have to be able to prove a certain level of income. You have to be able to prove that you got a place to stay. You got to have somebody else that like sponsors you or signs off on it and says, "Oh yeah, I'll vouch for this motherfucker. He's cool. Bring him on in." Uh, like you don't just 
go to Sweden. You don't just go to any of these democratically socialist countries that the that the dumbasses tout as like these shining examples of how democratic socialism works across the world. Like the only reason that it works in those countries is they're highly capitalistic for one, but also because the way that they handle immigration, it is not an open borders free for all. Like you have got to be uh you've got to be able to dot your eyes, cross your T's and really be on your shit for them to even consider letting you in. And then even then they may still say no because like, they only take so many. So like, you may have to sit on a waiting list for some years. Like it's, it's not just this free, free movement of people. And that's how Ellis Island was. Like it wasn't just a free movement of people. Like, the people who were coming, it it was not easy. And, and you had like a, a hard road ahead of you once you did get in and I like, so all of these comparisons are fucking complete trash. So don't, you know, that's just asinine and, and, and intellectually dishonest is what it is. Uh, so it's like, we're seeing all of this going on and it's these sanctuary cities and like these big cities are now getting to kind of feel some of the brunt of what they've been trying to force in on the the left wing or the the right wing states for for years and this is the way to do it like the whole idea of these people coming here and they're getting all this free shit and staying is that they flip voting demographics okay put them on a bus fucking ship them off and let them go push the same voting demographics that already exist exist in all these sanctuary cities. They don't let them fuck up your stuff. They'll send them somewhere else. And, and the really fun part about that is, uh, especially if the Hispanic population is any good indicator, uh, give them a couple of years and they're going to end up overrunning and flipping your numbers. Because a lot of them came from socialist and communistic type of settings or saw like like in mexico the government is just overwhelmingly corrupt and useless so they know what big government does and once they do get into a position where they can start voting and like actually start thinking for themselves and, and have feel like they have a real voice to to exercise with that vote then they start voting for the right because they don't want to see democratic socialism they don't want to see communism they don't want to see an all-encompassing state that runs everything because that they've seen it they've lived through it and they know that it's a bad fucking idea. So it's really interesting to kind of watch and see how this stuff is all unfolding. At the same time, you've also got like um, the homeless crisis in California. Like Gavin Newsom wants to make all his big deal about DeSantis human trafficking people or whatever. This moronic bullshit that he's come up with after, after the whole Martha's Vineyard fight things. California was giving out homeless vouchers to... So, so the way this this home, homeless voucher works is like homeless people get a voucher that allows them to go like stay at a hotel until they get themselves back on their feet or something, you know what the fuck ever. Like they they don't do that. So you're basically just saying they can stay stay rent free in a hotel for as long as they want to. Well, I think it was like San Diego County. Uh, the majority of the hotels in that county were anywhere from fifty to. 80% capacity and it's all homeless people. Uh, there was a, a particular town that all of the home, all of the hotels there were anywhere from 75 to 100% capacity. But that, 
and it's all homeless people. Like they can't, they can't just. In fact, it created one of those like adverse incentive structures, like you know the free healthcare and bullshit for for these illegals coming across the border, where homeless people are actually traveling to San Diego County so that they can get this homeless voucher, so that they can go stay in a hotel, <clears throat> have a place to crash. They're going to completely wreck an industry. Like, this is the way leftist policy and ideas work. This, like, it's a fucking brain bug. And, and they think it's a good idea. Like, they think it's just going to work. And of course, the ones who champion it the most, they, they don't even have to deal with it. Like, they don't live with some, they don't live somewhere that's going to be getting a high volume of, of these illegal immigrants shipped in. So they'll never, they'll never experience the hardship that this is going to create all over the place. It's going to be interesting to watch how this unfolds. I think it's, I think it's all going to blow up in the left's face, and you're going to start seeing a lot more restrictive immigration policy promoted by leftist politicians because they're going to start realizing that their jurisdictions, so they're going to experience the kind of right wing nationalism that's been going on across Europe, where you get these huge influxes of immigrants, and it suddenly fucks everything up, and the people who are there voting. Like, um, this is not good. We got to fix this. And they're all going to be labels of extremists and racists and whatever. But like, it has nothing to do with extremism or racism or nationalism or any of that stuff. It's just the simple fact that when you purposefully displace that many people and put them into an unfamiliar setting and you just basically dump them there rent free with everything taken care of, it kind of fucks up. Your culture, your societal values, everything about your infrastructure and your economics, like it wrecks shit. Europe is a prime example of this. Just look at fucking London. England has, has really been on the on the rough end of it. Germany has really, really been taking it on the nose. Uh, it's the it's the rise of right wing nationalism in Sweden because of the way they've been doing this immigration stuff. They, there are real world consequences for just overwhelming your population with people who don't fucking belong there. And that's starting to rear its ugly head and people are starting to push back. I look forward to more pushback. I look forward to seeing these uh, democratic cities and states like completely flip on their head. I mean, like, yeah, no more. We, can, we can't keep doing this. Like, this is a tax on our system. Obviously, we're uh, we're kind of fucking ourselves here. It'll be fun. Looking forward to it, honestly. Uh, speaking of things I'm looking forward to, I had an idea for a Wednesday episode, and I don't think I'm going to do what I had originally talked about doing. Um, I was going to talk about uh, legal gun ownership amongst the black community, and I, I still intend to do one of those uh, in the next week or so. But I found an, an interesting article from The Hill. Why has fact checking disappeared under Biden? And, and I just can't I just can't resist the urge to to look at this fact checker stuff. So, you know, with the name of this show being fact check this podcast. So tune in on Wednesday where I will be talking about the disappearance of the fact checkers. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. And I will be back on Wednesday with a brand new episode. So tune in. Yeah.